Hello and welcome to Breakthrough with Brit. I am your host, Brittany Weekhauser, and we have a fun and compact show for you today. I'm very excited as this show is to provide our listeners ways to lift you up through real life stories and testimonials from people who are overcomers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Breakthrough with Brit podcast. Where together we break through it all. Break through it all. Keep your hopes high and volume up. You're listening to Brit. This episode is titled From Eye Roll to Bankroll, and my goal for you is to be inspired by this man's journey of being told that he'll never measure up to anything, to becoming a business owner, keynote speaker, author, and a successful entrepreneur. I don't want to give away too much as special guest Justin Goodbread will be stopping by for a quick chat, so stick around. Keep your hopes high and volume up. You're listening to Brit. Before we get started on our 12th episode, we have been getting some great reviews and I'd like to share a couple with you today. So all the way from Buena Vista, Colorado, we have Robert McKean. What he wrote and posted was, Breakthrough with Brit are stories of ordinary people with obstacles and struggles who have used these as stepping stones to encourage themselves and inspire others to keep forging forward in life. Wow, that is an awesome review. Thank you, Robert, so much for posting. And the next one we have is from D. Howell Realtor from Georgia. Great podcast, Britt. Exactly what we need to hear during this season. It's been a hectic year, but getting to hear all these great stories inspired me, motivated me, and helped me get started on a complete career change. Keep it up. That's impressive. And you know what? I've gone through a complete career change as well. And I wish you the best of luck and thank you for writing in. Folks, keep posting written reviews. Ones like these keep me motivated and encourages me to keep this venture going. And also, it's wonderful to hear from our listeners. Now, let's get started with the show. You're listening to Brit. Now let's get started with our conversation as we are here in studio with author, business owner, keynote speaker, and entrepreneur, Justin Goodbread. Welcome, Justin, to Breakthrough with Brit. Hey, Brit. Thanks for having me today. Absolutely. I am thrilled to have you on the show, Justin. And what I want our listeners to know is the why you are on the Breakthrough with Brit show. You know, your journey is all about triumph, and your breakthrough moment came later in life. What I think is inspirational and what drew me to your story is that we both struggled in the area of reading and writing at a young age. In fact, that experience sharpened you to who you are now, which is what we're going to dive in here a little bit. So before we get started, first, get us up to speed on who you are, where you live, and what you do now for a living. Sure. So, uh, Justin Goodbread, as you mentioned, I'm a author, podcaster, a CEO of three companies at this particular point. Um, I live in East Tennessee. I live on the Tennessee River on about 100 acres in the middle of nowhere with my wife and three kids on a hobby farm. My passion is eating pizza. I love pizza, and I love riding on the tractor on the weekends. But more importantly, what I do during the week is I teach business owners how they can drive the sellable or the enterprise value of their business and thus create a 
huge net worth impacting so many people. So that's a little bit about who I am and where, where, what I do and where I live. Love it. Well, Tennessee is a beautiful part of the country. Yeah, we're on the East Tennessee side, so it's gorgeous where we're at. Oh, and right now, since we're in fall season, I bet the trees are turning all the colors in the world, right? Yeah, Brett. You know, one of my favorite things is we have about a half-mile gravel driveway to my house, and the trees overshadow the gravel driveway. And right now, the gravel is covered with yellow and red leaves. It makes me so happy at the end of the day to come home. Oh, I bet. What a picture-perfect drive. I appreciate you sharing that. And in I'm really driven to share about your story and how, you know, you have become who you are. So my mission field, Justin, is just to share a little bit about your upbringing and more specifically a turning point that has happened in your life that has motivated to who you are. Yeah, sure. So I was born in South Georgia on the coast down near the swamps of the Florida, Georgia line, a little town called Brunswick, Georgia. Um, Grew up on a dirt road, about a a mile and a half long dirt road near the swamp, um, looking over the marsh, uh, marshes of Glen, as they call it, and I was homeschooled. Um, so back when homeschooling wasn't popular, especially now with COVID, and everybody seems to be a homeschooling family these days. I was homeschooled almost 30 years ago, and one thing that I that I that I have to say is I cannot spell. I can't spell any word. That's really a, a it's an ailment of mine. Um, even it's so bad that I actually have to use Google and Siri sometimes to try to speak it. And my southern draw then gets me in trouble because they don't recognize my southern uh, my southern draw very well. So I can't spell, but I'm super sharp on a lot of other areas. And I was in uh, college. An English teacher failed me, gave me an F because I misspelled four words on a paper. And she said, "Don't ever go anywhere in life. You just need to stick to this." particular type of trade that I was in, a landscaping trade at the time. And I basically said, nice words, saying that I'll prove you wrong. One day I'm going to be a New York Times bestselling author. And she looked at me cross-eyed. And at that point, it became a mission of mine to learn how to communicate either through spoken word or written word. Now, to this day, I'm, I'm now 25, 30 years out of college. I still can't spell worth a flip. Just can't do it. But I've learned that through technology, I can communicate. I can write really well. I just can't spell. So now we have two Amazon or one Amazon best-selling book, another one coming on the way. And I still have this passion to have a New York Times best-selling book in my lifetime. So that's a little bit about the turning point in my life, which has driven me to where I'm at today with this passion to be able to prove to myself that I can do something and conquer a challenge that I personally have in my life. I appreciate you sharing that with me, Justin, you know, because the harsh reality is is that criticism sticks with us for like a lifetime. And it's even more hurtful when the criticism, you know, is targeted towards a shortcoming. So I think we've all been there in some capacity. And I appreciate you sharing that with us because that's a tender moment in your in your upbringing and past. So share with us about your entrepreneurial spirit and what you have accomplished since. So whenever I was six, 15 years old, my dad, we had the Walton type family dinner. We'd all sit around the table after daddy got home from work and mama got home from work and we sit around and talk. And I was 15 years old. My dad said, son, you need to get a job. But you can't work for anybody that I know. You can't work for a fast food and you can't work for a grocery store. In a small town in America with the last name of Good Bread, everybody knew a good bread. And so long story short, I, my dad ended up teaching me that um, I could make more income 
working for myself and, as he said, working for the man. So at age 15, he, uh, my mom and dad taught us business. We started our first landscape business. We sold it whenever I was 21 after my brother and I finished college. And since that point, I have started and sold three businesses. And I realized that in, in business, it affords us so much opportunity, not only for income, but an influence as well. So over my last 25 years of being self-employed or being a business owner, I realized that we can accomplish so much. We can reach national stage. I've received several national awards. You can write and influence people. As I mentioned, I've done books. And now I have the opportunity to consult with business owners nationally and show them how they do can drive the revenue and the increase of their business. That's incredible, Justin. Being a self-employed individual for 25 years is an accomplishment in itself. So anyone um, who experiences moments of triumph always holds on to personal mantras and motivational influencers. Who did you look up to and what are those core values that carried you through this season of your life? Well, I know it sounds cliche, but my mom and dad were my, are my biggest heroes. Um, they taught me, with my dad with a high school education, taught me business. So my mom with a college education taught me business. So they're the ones who, who, who planted the seed. And then through years, my mom and dad taught me how to be a reader. I'm, I, I read still to this day about a book or two per week. I've done that now for almost 20 years. So I love to read. And there's so many authors out there who poured their life into and shared their their ambitions. Every year I read a couple of books. I like to read Dave Ramsey's book. But the, um, the, I forget it off the top of my head. Uh, Dave Ramsey's book, I read uh, Robert Kiyosaki's book, uh, The Rich Dad Poor Dad. I love the book of Ecclesiastes and the Bible. There's a lot of wisdom there. I think Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, is an amazing book to read. Um, I also like the gentleman by the name of Rick Edelman. He's a business consultant, a business advisor, a financial advisor. He's done a great job. So these are the people that I read. There's so many more. I mean, we could talk about hundreds of businesses, business authors out there. But I think the seed started, though, with a mom and dad who really wanted me to learn business and learn how to be an entrepreneur and burn the ships as Cortez did and go through the enemy of this life and try to accomplish what we set out to accomplish. Wow. I love that. I think I have all of those authors in my personal library as well. Those are great things to keep hold of and keep close. And I really want to dive into your current niche of work, Justin, which is coaching and boutique wealth management. What led you to selling a successful landscaping business in Georgia to moving to Knoxville? Tennessee, where you are now supporting and educating business owners? Uh, simple, my wife. <laughs> so after we were married um, back in 2002, 2003, we, um, she moved down to South Georgia with me for a little bit of time. My wife is half Filipino, so she's multicultural, um, biracial, and we dealt with racism way back 20 years ago, and I didn't like what I saw, candidly speaking, if I'm being authentic. And so Knoxville's a melting pot. It's even though it's in east, it's even though it's in the southern states of, of the United States, and oftentimes you would deal with some of these inequality issues. Knoxville's a really interesting place with the laboratory, the laboratories here, and the college here, and on so many places that it's really a diverse area. It's like a melting pot of people. There's a big Filipino culture here, and so we wanted to get back to where her family was, and there wasn't quite as much inequality and racism as we dealt with in the small rural towns of Georgia. And there's nothing wrong with small Georgia. It, it, it worked for some people, but it didn't work at this move. So when I moved back to Knoxville, I knew I didn't want to do landscaping again. I, I, I 
but I wanted to do something that I could take some proceeds from my sale and learn how to grow well. And that landed me in the financial world. I don't want to, I don't like the idea of being a stockbroker. That's not who I am. So I quickly got out of the financial world, not completely, but enough to know that, hey, I know how to grow businesses. I know how to teach business owners how they can turn this, this business into a money-making machine. And so for the last now 18 years, through various, um, various challenges, I've been able to create businesses that complement teaching business owners that, hey, we can, if we work at it, we can double our net worth every three to five years. It is possible to do that. It takes a lot of work, but it's possible. So that's what I love to try to teach business owners how to do. What hope and advice can you give business owners today in regard to strategic planning that can help them finish out 2020 right? Yeah, 2020 has been a, a challenging year or it's been an unbelievable year. It depends on how you made it. You know, like the old saying says, when life gives you, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. And what I've noticed out of the hundreds of business owners that we consult, some business owners took this year, this challenge, as almost like a rite of passage to prove they could do it for themselves. Others basically gave in and their businesses suffered. Regardless if you're one that has excelled this year or had suffering this year, we've we got about 90 days left this year as we're recording this at this point. It's now time to think about 2021. We can look at the challenges we face. We can look at the hardships or the benefits we face. And let's make 2021 the best year of our business ever. And in order to do that, you've got, you need to identify only three only three things that you want to accomplish next year. Only three. Don't do more than X. You want to accomplish them. Been doing this a long time. If you pick out one financial goal and two strategic goals between now and the end of the year, then now you're positioning yourself next year to accomplish those three goals. And by setting out three, now you're going to drastically increase the value of your company if you do it right. I'm actually taking notes as you speak. So three goals for next year, 2021, one financial goal and two strategic goals. Did I get that correct? Absolutely. See, the goal is the goal is here, Britt, is that we want to take those three goals and we want to delineate that down to action steps within our own businesses. So some people are solopreneurs, some people are entrepreneurs that have multiple employees. You want to bring it down to where you can create specific action steps on a monthly or quarterly basis that gives you something to charge at or gives you something to aim at in the year 2021. If you don't, then 2021 is going to fly by like every other year in the past. So set those three goals out, one financial, two strategic for your company, then break it down to action steps that you can accomplish next year. And then you'll reach your goals. I appreciate you outlining that for me because I know with um, people, now is the time to start something. And regardless of what 2020 has delivered, it's always a fresh new start uh, to kind of get some new perspectives and strategies in place for the new year. So I appreciate you sharing that with us, Justin. And I know we already discussed reading, but I am a firm reader. And I think the power of reading is so key in our lives. And you have a book out called The Ultimate Sale. What inspired you to start writing that particular book, um, given all the criticism you've received in the past? <laughs> yeah, someone once said, I can bail the hate mail. I, I've received lots of criticism. <laughs> um, but here's the deal. We business owners, if we look at our business and we look at our net worth statement, if we value our businesses, oftentimes it holds 70, 80, 90% of our total net worth. And it's sad to say that only about 4% of businesses actually transact. In other words, 
goods will sell to where the business owner is satisfied. Then only 14% of businesses will actually even sell. That means that 85% of business owners that are listening to my voice today, chances are statistically you will never sell your business. The reason for that is we we don't think about the exit. We end up being glorified firefighters. As Michael Gerber says, we oftentimes are lunatics that we work for ourselves. We're lunatics, as he says in his book, E-Myth. So if order to, in order to drastically change the statistics so we don't become part of the 85% of business owners that never sell, we have to think about the goal that we're trying to accomplish. If there's not a football team who wins a national championship, it's not a baseball team that wins a World Series that doesn't set out to do that particular task. We business owners have to take a pause and say, what are we going to do with our business? Is it just for income or are we going to build something that can outlive us? And if you're trying to build something that can outlive you while simultaneously driving your net worth up, then that's where the ultimate sale came from. I've written it out in a chapter format so you can jump around on the book wherever you're at in life and go through those 55 chapters. It sounds like a lot, but it's written as a textbook to help the business owner realize here are the steps you need to take whenever you want to build a company that's going to increase the enterprise value plus drastically increase your net worth. Here's what you have to do in order to make a company where you can sell it. I'm 41 years old. I've already sold three businesses. Sometimes we just build a business because it's fun and then it loses its flavor. Then we get bored with it or or somehow, sometimes somebody comes alongside and they want to offer you significant value for it. And so now you want to sell it perhaps and take the proceeds and do something else. I mean, I went from a landscape company to now a business consulting company and it's I'm having the time of my life right now, but I may not be there in five years from now. You just never know what life's going to bring. The key is, is that you want to build a business where it's highly attractive so that you're driving your net worth up, not just your income. You want to drill your net worth. And that's the whole, what the book's about. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with our listeners and I can't wait to read it. And as we wrap up our time together, Justin, I always ask our guests the same final question. So if you had to tell your younger entrepreneurial self, breakthrough advice, what would that advice be? There's an old saying that I started saying when I was 16 years old that I remember the day it first entered my lips and this this is, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way. If you can dream something, whatever it is, then the universe, God, Allah, whoever you believe in, somebody put that in your mind. Maybe it's a parent or teacher somewhere, but you have something that only you can accomplish. And there's got to be a way for you to accomplish that. And if you realize that there's got to be a way to accomplish it, nothing will prevent you from accomplishing it. If you strike on this entrepreneur journey with the intent of just making money, you're going to fade out, like so many entrepreneurs do. If you start on this journey to try to change the world, you're going to fade out. But if you can simplify whatever your whatever your goal in life is, whatever your mission is as the entrepreneur self, if you can outline that, then you will find a way. This old saying that says, if you think you can or think you can't, you're right. There's got to be a way for you to reach your goals. And that's that's what I would tell my younger self or anybody that's younger in an entrepreneurial world. That is great advice. Dream big and simplify your vision and you'll stay in business for a lifetime. Love it, Justin. Well, I appreciate everything you've shared with us today. And if you as a listener would love to purchase the ultimate sale, you can find it on Amazon. And if you want more education on how to grow the value of your business, subscribe to Justin's podcast, Financially Simple. Justin, it was a pleasure hearing your story and I thank you so much 
much for inspiring us and to giving us some insights on the value in building your business. Thank you for being on the show today. Hey, Britt. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You're listening to Britt. If you're not yet a subscriber to this podcast, please subscribe now. You can help us increase our exposure by giving us an honest rating and review. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to share this episode with others. If you want to share your story, visit us online at BreakthroughWithBrit.com. Thank you for tuning in today on Breakthrough with Brit.